getting a chance to sit down with women's head basketball coach Jim Crowley once again. Coach, thanks for your time. Thank you, Chris. Good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you as well, Coach. Uh, obviously a disappointing season, but I wanted to talk about maybe some successes that, that you found uh, on and off the court. I know we've talked before uh, about your staff and just about at the end of the season with three games to go to the last uh, two out of three on the road. Talk a little about uh, putting that staff together and how uh, they've gelled and how they've been able to help you during the season. Yeah, it's, uh, obviously you started and you're right. It, it disappointing season, certainly in wins and losses, and this is not where we want to be with that. Um, but there have been a lot of positives, and I, I think we've been able to really see the character of, of the kids we have and uh, their willingness to do what we're asking and to, to play the way we wanted to. I thought we had a, a really good show of that on Wednesday, just just didn't finish it off, um, kind of ran out of gas. And, um, you know, it's there's been a lot of challenges, whether it be the – uh, the ability to practice, um, the numbers we have, um, but you know, it, 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 when when it's difficult, showing up is an impressive thing, and our kids keep showing up, and they understand the expectation of of competing and working, and uh, so I, I think that's something to build on uh, very much as we add a number of new players into the program that we've at least established uh, that you know we said to start, no one we're not going to let anyone have a free lunch against us anymore, and and I think we've. We've done that thus far, and, and obviously need to finish with with that mentality. But uh, to your to your question, I, I mean, my staff. I'm really fortunate. I have connections uh, to all but one. Chad Smith, who's our our video person, I I didn't know, but Kayla Jackson on our uh, Dobo knew him well and and vouched for him. And I'm a big believer. If I know somebody and they vouch for somebody, it's the same as me knowing them. Sure. Um, so um, you know that that aspect has been really good and. Um, just the familiarity people have with one another and their willingness to work together towards the common goal. And, um, you know, when you're struggling in a, in a season, again, you see the character of everybody. And, and that's not just your players. Uh, that's certainly your staff. That's your support people. That's the people in the community. And, and you know, just everyone has been behind us. And, and I think that helped us perform at a, at a high level the other day. Um, and, and hopefully it'll help us next week when we come back for senior day. Uh, I know you're the other day and you're referring to the George Mason game, which was very tight at the end. Um, I kind of snuck in and security was giving me the once over about why I was standing uh, inside the doorway. You had a uh, decent crowd and they were very supportive. You were coaching right till the end. I mean, this isn't a situation where it's a disappointing season and oh, thank goodness we're at the end. There's a lot not only to build on with the, as you mentioned, the players that return, but players you're recruiting. There's a lot of eyes on the team everywhere. Yeah, and, and that's the excitement has kind of continued and, and everyone has. Again, we're, we're not where we expect to be. We're not where we're going to end up wins and losses. Right. We're not where uh, in a tolerable place. But, um, you know, you really want to max out what you have. Mm-hmm. And not that we've done that, but we've certainly tried and and uh, you know it, it, it would be disrespectful to the school to the program to the people that have played in this program if if for whatever reason we didn't give everything we had uh, there can never be a reason for that so um, you know so I, I think our, our folks understand that again we have three more games as you said two on the road uh, which works out well because it's break starting now mm-hmm. um, so it, it's a little quiet around here so uh, to have a couple trips during that I think it's, it's fortunate timing for us and you know, we just we got to keep keep playing the way we want to play and um, continue to pass the ball better. And I thought we had a really good defensive effort uh, and it, on, on Wednesday against George Mason, and, and it matched up with how we want to play offense. Mm-hmm. Um, you 
so I, I thought those things were really good to build on and, and you know, we want to keep seeing those. So we take that momentum into the off season. Yeah. I was going to ask you about uh, getting the last uh, two out of the last three on the road might be preferable this time of season, all things involved. Are you already looking to where you're going to match up in the a 10 tournament? Or are we still taking one game at a time? Well, I mean, there, obviously, you know, we kind of have, because of what's happened the, the previous couple of months, we're in a certain spot and, um, there is chances to move there. And, you know, league right now is, is kind of, you know, five or six are, are up top. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's four or five in the middle. And then there's kind of the, the, the 15 through 10, nine, 10, you know, so right. it, 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 you kind of have an idea who's in that mix now where that's going to land. A lot can happen in three games, mm-hmm. but uh, you at least have an idea where, where that all is. And, um, you know, we got some chances to, to compete and change our, seating over the next uh, three games and that's certainly what we'd like to do that's what i mean are you already starting to look at films say like rhode island as a potential matchup are you already going to to look at them or are you just gonna wait and see uh how these seeds play out yeah we'll, we'll wait and see i mean you know there's a few members of the staff as we've talked as a staff a little bit who it might be mm-hmm. and but i mean you watch so much film throughout the year uh you have a pretty good feeling of of whoever and it will be no matter what it'll be somebody who's played at least once sure um so i think we'll have a fairly good idea there and uh you know i i certainly you want to prepare a lot when your season's on the on the line as it is a you know when done in a conference tournament if you're not in a post another postseason situation but um you also should be doing that every game you know right it's not it's not like oh my gosh we're going to do this much more differently because it's the a10 tournament i mean we we should be having that kind of mindset every time we get ready talk a little about some uh, individual play not to highlight or even low light certain players but just um with, with danny's scoring bella's scoring and rebounding you, you've had some contributions throughout the season uh, again some bad breaks uh, you and i have uh, even talked uh, after games sometimes shots don't go in there's really nothing that can be done about that but the effort is there hasn't it the right the effort's been there also for the most part i mean obviously um there's a couple times where I, I thought we we could have played a little harder could have competed a little better could have executed uh at a higher level but for the most part um and again i think that speaks to the character of the group that that even when things are going bad they they still understand the expectation um and again that that's the least right that like right. you're you're your role, your your requirement is at least you play hard, um, and, and so I think they've done that pretty well, um, you know. But we, we have had some individuals have some good games, you know, and, and to, to play hard when the ball's not going in is is a real sign of maturity. And I, I think we've gotten better at that. I thought in our game against Fordham we did not do that well. We had a couple quarters where the ball wasn't going in, so we did not have the same kind of defensive intensity or or offensive philosophy that we we stress. Mm-hmm. Um, but they bounced back really well against George Mason. Um, you know, the two players you mentioned have put the ball in the basket. Um, I think they also have both gotten much better defensively, right. which is, is something I'm real proud of for them. Um, I think Peyton Fields has made some really good strides over the last month or so of the season and um, has, has caused some good momentum. And um, Kier Dandridge has really uh, separated herself as a, as a really good, consistent defender um, and, a, and a very good, solid offensive player that, that plays within herself really well. And, um, you know, so, so I was certainly those things are, are things that we look at and, and, and look back on and, and see that, that development and we're, we're pleased with and obviously want to continue. 
I know the season still has three more games as we're sitting here talking, including the A-10 tournament. Um, but looking at some of the season to this date stats, some of the things you have to be really proud of uh, as far as, say, a, a stat like steals. And you mentioned how you were um, happy with some of the defensive play or at least the pickup of defensive play. You can look at some of these stats and, and you know the team, you've seen the films, and obviously you're standing there on the sideline, sidelines. But you can look at some of these stats and I would imagine Coach say, you know what, uh, I'm pretty proud of the squad for doing this particular. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it, it's always a little tough to find that positive one right away. I mean, your mind goes right to the ones you want to improve on. But, sure. Um, but I, I think there's been uh, growth defensively. I, I think there's been uh, understanding of, of what we're capable of defensively. You know, that's hard to, to, to do that consistently, and that's usually what separates you know, a bad team from an average team. An average team from a good team, a good team from a great team is that ability and willingness to do that. Um, you know, and we've seen, we've seen a group that's consistently undersized um, be able to, to do some good things defensively. So we want to grow on that. Um, you know, you can look at a lot of things. Turnover numbers to assist numbers are really um, – a number we've got to get better at on both sides. And then the, just the simple version is, you know, our opponents are making more shots than us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and as we analyze our offense, are, are we taking the right shots? Are the right people taking the right shots? And then, you know, what is it that's allowing our opponents to shoot the ball better? And, and I thought Wednesday was, uh, I think we've had uh, of our last few games, a couple we've had where we've really made sure everybody we're playing sees a hand. Mm-hmm. No one's seeing a clean look. And, and also with those games, and, and Mason comes to mind, and so does, so does VCU, where we, we really played offense the way we wanted um, and, and made, made them have to defend multiple things. And, and again, I think, I think your offense has to start your defense. Um, and, and so, you know, looking, and we will only need to do that out of St. Louis. I mean, this team plays great in transition. So, sure. Um, you know, so those, those things, you, 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 whenever you struggle, Sometimes it's hard to see that, um, you know, ray of light, uh, but, but we're seeing some. And, um, you know, we, we certainly know what we're about and, and what, what our values are and how we want to play. And, and we're going to build on, on those things that came out and, and keep improving those things we need to. I'm glad you mentioned the word values as well, because as we s- sort of shift gears to talk about recruiting, you and I have talked to, uh, about how, you want to have players who not only want to be here and play at St. Bonaventure, but understand the values, the type of team that you want to grow, the type of values that the university is, espouses too. So talk to the fans a little bit about recruiting. Uh, it's such a different beast now with the transfer portal. I know you've been getting out during the season, but it's not as easy as seeing film, going to see the player, getting them signed. There's a whole lot more that goes into that now, right? Yeah, yeah. I think one of the underrated things uh, is how visible everybody is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, way, way back, uh, <laughs> you, you could really, you know, keep local talent at home because they probably weren't being seen. Right. Um, more recently, they maybe were, had a chance to be seen, but, but weren't showcased. Um, now it's, it's not only, uh, they, they, they may be showcased, but even if they're not, someone will see them and social media spreads that word. Mm. Um, so while there's still, you know, people who could develop their little secrets, it, 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 it's, it's different than it has been. Mm -hmm. Um, 
the the other thing is the competition level in recruiting. It's it's uh, every, everyone is everywhere uh, because of the access they have. Right. Um, so even if people maybe have different budgets and can't get out to places, uh, they can use their access to see film. They can use their access to to track things down. And then the competitive side of it for the recruits themselves is, you know, it, it, it as I was mentioning before we went on air, spring used to be kind of plug hole. Right. You know, it was, well, you know, maybe we, we need one more kid. Now it's, it's full roster turnover. And, and so, you know, it used to be, you had this pool of, you know, 2%, 3% transfers and 97%, high school kids, junior college kids. Sure. You know, now that pool of two or three percent is, is 30, 40, 50 percent. Mm-hmm. And, and so what happens to all those kids uh, in the junior college and the um, high school ranks? So um, it's just, you, you adjust to that accordingly. And then, and then you, you, you really try to know your school. I, I, I certainly think there's, avenues for success here with with transfers very much so we've had some we have a couple i think are being very successful sure um but i also and and this is my belief and everybody has their own but my belief is that st bonaventure is a great developmental place for you socially for you academically for you athletically and um you know that's something we we communicate to to anyone we're recruiting Um, and and i think this is the last year the portal is going to be it's always going to fill right up right but um, next season is the last extra season from COVID. Um, and while I, and this is just my opinion, I don't certainly have any direct line. I, I do think the limitations of transferring will change. I think you'll be able to transfer as much as you want. Mm-hmm. There's, there's still a, should be hopefully some academic considerations into, that. um, you know, schools only take so many credits when someone transfers in. Right. Sure. So, you know, at what year do you leave? What year do you transfer? And then that's on a coach's side too. It, it, everybody, you know, Oh, the kids can just go everywhere. They can go everywhere. Well, it's not always the kids deciding that right. some are, um, but sometimes you have coaches deciding that too. And, and hopefully our profession will stay in a place where there's at least ways that people can still find academic success as, as they leave. But um, you know, some of those things, the business side of it is, has taken over that. Um, and, and I think that's one of the frust- two of the frustrations that older coaches have and, and probably younger coaches, not fair to generalize, is is the imp- the devaluation of academics right. you know, and how important that is. Right. And and uh, the loss of relationship opportunities. And, and sometimes the best relationships are built through struggle. Right. Sure. Built through. Well, I really want you to play this way and you want to play this way and we clash and we clash and we clash and, 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 and you find that common ground. And that, that's, that's something that lasts. Um, and some of that's, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not living in nostalgia. That's just part of what happens. Right. And, and so you figure out different ways to do it and, um, and go with it. But it's, it's a very unique time. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a little more, and I'm kind of rolling on here, so I apologize for dominating no, 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 the conversation. No, no. Um, but it, it, as a, co- a coach, sometimes it gets a little more tiring because when when you're when you're doing all that stuff and 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 you know you got them for four years, you know, right. and and or, or three or whatever it is, um, 
when when now you're worried you may only have them for one, you really got to kind of just do it. It's got to be, I, I don't care how long I have you, this is how we're going to do it. And that's why you've seen some of the different coaches vent their frustration with stuff. It's, it's just, but there's also what I hope doesn't happen is where, where it's constantly like, oh, well, we'll just replace them. Or for players, oh, well, I'll just leave. You know, Hopefully there's a continued work on both sides to, to develop and, and to build. That's and that's where I was going to get to, Coach. To be able to sit down and talk with you is is amazing for uh, a fan like me to be able to ask those questions. Of has the transfer portal shifted uh, all the benefits to the players and taken it away from the coaches? As far as this is the type of player I want to recruit, whereas players now are saying that's the program, the style of play, and the coach I want to play for. Where does that balance come in? Because you're looking for a certain player. Players are looking for certain opportunities. It seems like there's only so many holes to be filled across all programs. Yeah, I think um, I, I think on the outside and, and well, first of all, yeah, I, I, I don't know if you can find many coaches who aren't who don't thrive in controlling. <laughs> well, sure. You know, I mean, that's, that's the nature I mean, of the business. Right? kind of uh, a character, a common character trait. So, so anytime that you feel like things are changing and you've lost some sort of control, you're instantly, you know, the, the perception is, well, that's, that's not right. That's not good. But, right. but I, I, I do think we coaches still control their roster. Um, and, um, while players have that freedom and as they should, um, at the end of the day, the roster is still controlled by the head coach. Um, so uh, I, I think it's, it's I, for me, and I, everybody has their own way, I, it, it does just have to be kind of mature decisions. Like, it, this is what we are going to do. This is what you do. This is what I see it looking like. What, where, how do you feel you'll fit with that? And, and that that can be really hard to hear, you know. Whether it's you know this same thing in anything, any kind of relationship, when you when you say what you're thinking, it doesn't go along with what the other person is thinking. It could be the other way. The player could be saying that to a coach, right? Like this is what I'm thinking. Meanwhile, the coach was like, "Oh, well, I was thinking this." That's just it, now. There's those conversations where there just wasn't that many of them before because of the sit out rule and all that stuff, right? Uh, that that's just kind of my approach to it. it it's not. It, 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 there's no way to say it's not personal because there are still individuals in the decisions. But um, so I, I don't think it's, I think it's allowed more freedom for the players, which it is what it is. I mean, it, that's people have made those decisions. If you're in the business, you figure out how to deal with them and, and, and you try to do it professionally and you try to do it while still treating people as respectful as possible. But, um, but you're always going to, someone's always going to be upset. Right. <laughs> you know, um, you know, anytime, as someone, that's just how it is. And even if even if the two people involved in it are okay, people on the outside may not like right. what's going on. Um, that's just what it is. But um, I, I do think it's it, it, it's it's not going anywhere. It's it's how things are. Um, and I still think, you know, older folks and you know everybody can just know loyalty and all the all the things are like. I'm not sure I buy into all that. And, and I, I think a lot of those things, you know, I think the current generation is, is offended by it, to be quite honest. Like, mm. 
there are a lot of loyal kids. There are a lot of folks who work through things. There are also kids who you know, you're making a huge decision at 18 and, and well, sure might be the wrong one. Well, I think the outside fan or even alums might see it as how free agency and professional sports was viewed at one time. Why, why are you not staying here? Right. There's that loyalty, but right. the freedom to choose, we all want the freedom to choose no matter, right. no matter what, but do you think this makes things even harder uh, for coaches, not just keeping up on who's in the transfer portal, but looking at a roster and not you specifically coach, but overall, and I know you don't want to speak for other coaches, but just to get your opinion, mm-hmm. Uh, to be able to look at a roster and say, you know what, I think I'm going to go get a player X, or I think I need to go get a player Y. I would think that actually makes things a little harder than going out and doing the old-style blanket recruiting over the summer. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you're – no matter – the reason, in my experience talking to coaches, the reason I think that a lot of coaches like the portal is there, there's just more proof. Mm. Right. You're, you, you've eliminated a little bit of guess um, where where you, you you've seen high school kids and you're like, wow. But but you're still banking on development. Right. But where you're... you've seen a kid play two years of college ball and they're like, oh, I, I know what they can do against college level kids. So um, so I think that's where people feel a little more comfortable. Yeah. Uh, the one day, you know, you mentioned free agency and pro sports and, and um, you know, you you think, oh, is it like free agency in college? You still, when you look at the the hot, the, 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 whether it's like the Chiefs in football or, or uh, you know, the Nuggets in, in the NBA or, uh, you know, the teams that have won national titles in sports, mm-hmm. they're not full of free agents. You know, there's still the majority of people that win big um, maybe have plugged a hole. Right. And, and, and um, but I, Again, just my opinion, I still think to win big, there has to be, in team sports specifically, there has to be an investment in the people next to you and in the place you're performing for. Um, and so it's back to the relationship thing mm-hmm. that we talked about. And and that may be an outdated concept with, with what we're in. But free agency has been around a long time in in pro sports and you know, if you look at baseball and there's there's baseball teams who spend a lot of money on free agents and then you got these teams who still win the World Series. Yep. And and I mean, I'm, I'm sure if we thought you'd come up with a rough top of your head, you think of the last few champions and it's not like, hey, they just grabbed this person and, and they made all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're still, yeah, you, yeah, in my opinion, you get somewhere with a core and that core has established that. This is what matters to us. This is who we're going to play for, and this is how we're going to play. As we start to wrap up uh, today, Coach, talk a little about, uh, before we sit down again, these last three games of the season, and besides effort, because I know that's what you want to see going at the end of the season, what else are you looking for from this squad? Yeah, again, some of the things I mentioned already, are are we playing the way we want to play? Are we we in control of tempo? And and with that, are we – are we, you know, offensively we want to move the ball and defensively we want to uh, follow the, the guidelines, the rules that we have in place? And, and are we doing those things? And, and are we growing in our, our play for one another? Um, you know, are we setting up our teammates into, into more successful situations? Are, are we covering for our teammates in defensive situations? Um, are we engaged uh, the entire time? 
um, during a game? Are, are, are folks spending time with other teammates rather than their most comfortable teammate? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so yeah, all those, all those kind of things and, and, uh, easy to look past things, easy to, to, to focus on other things. But again, what I saw Wednesday and what I plan to see over the next two weeks is, is a character of this group. Um, they're going to keep trying to do what we ask and, um, keep trying to, to battle for one another. Well, good luck the next two weeks on the road, Coach. And I know you're looking forward to senior day. That's always a big day for family and friends uh, as well, coming back and finishing the season here. And hopefully we'll get to sit down one more time here and uh, have uh, Coach Jim Crowley uh, for his uh, semi-weekly podcast here on the Bonnie's Online Network. Coach, thanks for your time. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it.